Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 164 for February 12, 2011. I'm your host, Chris Riveteer. I've got a bunch of people here for you today. First off, I've got the sleepiest Anna Marie Newfeld. Why do you always introduce me first? I want to be last next week. Okay. And then we've got Emmanuel Marino. I am very awake. I had tea and muffins. Ooh. Followed by John Yearworth. I've been awake for hours, but that's because I'm in the wrong time zone. <laughs> Sucks for you. And finally, Phil Willis. Salutations, felicitations, and jubilations. I'm wide awake. Yes, you are. And then finally, we've got Anna Marie Newfeld. Next week. <laughs> there you go. You already sound more awake, though. This worked. I'm just going to introduce you twice. That's all I got to do to wake you up. I love it. All right. So we got a big show for you today, I think. No, we got a medium-sized show. That's what we got. We've got a normal size, a, a properly calorie-portioned show for you this week. As part of, your ba- part of a balanced breakfast. As part of your balanced podcast diet. That's right. First off, I've got some feedback. If you'd like to leave us feedback, we've got a few ways for you to do it. Podcast at rpgamer.com is the email address. Email us a letter or an MP3 file. We'll play it on the show. Send us a voicemail at 608-729-4098. And you can leave a message on the message boards like Azillus here did, who said... Um, we mentioned last week that Kira was in our chat room saying, Dungeon Siege 2 sucked. Well, he's wrong, says Azillus. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and assume he never played the first Dungeon Siege and just doesn't like this sort of game because Dungeon Siege 2 was just a much better game than the original. The combat and character leveling systems were completely redone in such a way that playing the game requires a decent amount of brain activity. Classes don't simply auto-level as you use specific skills, and the game never plays itself. Problem is, I'm pretty sure Kiro did play the first one and liked it better. But I um, what didn't... The uh, Dungeon Siege come up a lot in your Game of the Year podcast. Yeah. People didn't seem... I mean, remember when you guys were talking about it, you guys didn't seem very jazzed on it either. Uh, I mean, when you've got Torchlight and Diablo 3 out there, how do you get excited about Dungeon Siege 3? That's the way <laughs> I look at it. And yeah, so you got the cheap... I did some I did some research and I talked with one of my fr- other friends who had played Dungeon Siege 2. The other friend I talked with, he enjoyed it, and the uh, the critics and the, the the gamers seemed to pretty much back my my friend up. Eighty six percent almost on uh, Meta and a lot of really really great positive reader reviews out there. So mm, there's a lot of people who like it, and I'm sure there's a few it didn't strike a chord with, and Kira was probably one of them. Yeah, probably. All right, our famous. Favorite Pokemon Shaman says, uh, not sure if anyone in the chat room bothered to correct this, but after years on the Wii cost $37. The first and last episodes are $8. The middle seven are three bucks each. And so he points out that having... Told y'all it was expensive. (laughs) He and or she, I'm not sure with Shaman. Anna, do you know? All right, we'll go with Anne. Um, he and she. I'm pretty sure that it's a guy. (laughs) All right. I seem to remember the name being masculine all right he says uh having the original plus all the after years content and having it portable is still superior which is yeah after seeing the prices to buy it on your wii prices that are accurate today (laughs) yeah Mm. it's an issue Hmm. uh let's see uh hello there greetings from russia great podcast oh this is a letter that's right a guy who's actually Russian, I could tell because his name had all those weird Cyrillic characters in it that I can't read. Uh, 
Uh, Your oh. native language is weird. <laughs> Chat room says uh, the video keeps pausing, and I have to ask you guys. Does the audio keep pausing, chat room? Because if not, you really don't need to see me. <laughs> oh, jeez. Turn away, kids. He's doing inappropriate things. Let me see if that helps. Okay. Look away, baby. Look away. <laughs> well, I have I this, um, I have this uh, yeah. automatic backup service, and I think it's killing my upload backup, so I need to pause it now. So let's see if that makes it better. Pause. What automatic? Do you mean Mosey, Chris? No, I say screw what? Mosey is what I say. Mosey sucks because Mosey added bandwidth caps to their upload or caps to their upload. For me to keep using Mosey, it would cost me twenty one dollars a month, up from five dollars <gasps> a month. I said. So where did you, you Mosey on over to? I went over to Crash Plan. <laughs> I went over to Crash Plan, which had a um, which has probably still does have a promotion that if uh, you just search for Crash Plan Mosey, they will um give you a discount on signing up for an account at crash plan. And basically for the price of a year of Mosey, I got four years of crash plan. Ooh, that is a good deal. <laughs> and I'm locked in at that price. So I've got, and it's working great. And so I, the screw Mosey carbonite has bandwidth caps on your upload. So it takes forever to get stuff uploaded. Crash plan has none of that. And so I went over that. I wish they would sponsor the show. Cause I'd love to do an ad for them. Um, <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so You're for people, royalties for that one. Yeah, I should figure out the uh, crash, crash plan mosey. What the heck is? It? Yeah, that's right. It's crashplan.com slash mosey on over, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. That's why. That, yeah, that that's really great. Uh, so that that's that's the code. Go do that. It's a fit. Yeah, crashplan.com slash mosey on over. You get fifteen percent off. Um, that's for anybody. You don't have to have been a mosey customer. And like, oh, it was such. Oh, I'm so happy that they're out there. And they're mopping up. They're just tweeting to everybody who was complaining about Mosey on Twitter. Like, they just found every single one, and they replied, hey, we're sorry to hear about that. You know, we've got this deal over here. And people are like, wow, that sounds awesome. And they were all switching. It's like social networking done right. Take notes, Anna. You do that, right? Social network marketing. No? Apparently, she doesn't even stay awake. We lost her already. Hold on. Hold I was on. reading an article about it the other day. <laughs> and next, I have Anna Marie Newfeld. Shut up! <laughs> there we go. Now she's here. <laughs> I just said twice. You were reading an article about, about it? The other day. About yes. the crash plan stuff? Yes. Ooh, I want to read that. I will find it. Because that's an article I would have written if I knew how to write. So, back to Cyrillic alphabet. Our Russian <laughs> writer says, Hello there. Greetings. Should I do, should I do stereotypical Russian accent? Greetings Yay, from stereotypical Russia. Russian accent. Great, pod, great, great podcast. I've, I've gone Scottish. You're Irish I don't know now. how this happens. Scottish. What's going on? <laughs> it's like the Vikings in um, the Vikings in How to Train Your Dragon. Somehow they all have Scottish accents. Um, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> great. Po- I don't know how to do great podcast in Russia. All right. Entertaining, funny, and very homelike. Chris, you're the best. And he said D-A, so the best. Guys, why don't you discuss Valkyria Chronicles 2 a bit more? Because despite of all the imperfection, it's still a very good game. Then he gives one of those really big, fat chocobo smileys, which is where you have, like, the up carrot and then a bunch of underscores and then another up carrot, which I say is, like, you know, that's a fat chocobo space. Because if the chocobo was looking at you straight on, you wouldn't see the bend in its beak, so it would be flat. You follow me there? No, that, that's the official fat chocobo smiley. Trust me, I'm telling you. Um, then he says bye. 
<laughs> like that just by like it's a phone call i like cool i appreciate right in more uh you're awesome and he says p.s you should make a new cover for your podcast bigger size please i agree and i put a twitter note out there and nobody wants to help i need help people if you listen and you can do art we need a new 600 by 600 pixel podcast artwork for rpg cast please help us make something pretty and and then we'll add it and then I will change it and the show will forever be branded well probably not forever but for a very long time be branded with your artwork please that's all I can offer you I mean I could PayPal you five dollars if you really want yay but, uh, five bucks but no seriously if you could do some cool part podcast artwork please please submit it or email me for stuff you know what stinks there was a guy who was gonna do I think what was it artwork or or some sort of project on the show, and he emailed me, and it was like, this is, yeah, it was artwork. He wanted to do art stuff for the show, um, and it was going to be a portfolio project for him for a class that started, like, in the 2010 September in fall. And he emailed me once, and he said, would you be interested in them? I'm like, yeah, I'd be interested in this. He's like, all right, that sounds good. I'll let you know when I get more details from my teacher. He never contacted me again. It made me it so sad. It was a scam. I think he didn't take anything, though. I don't know how it was a scam. He somehow, from that contact, got all my credit card info. I don't know how that happened. He stole my ability to do Russian accents. That's what it is. Oh, that was clever. That was really clever. I'm I'm as Russian as Sean Connery, apparently. (laughs) I love it. I'm not Spanish. I'm Egyptian. Okay. One ping, only one ping. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, if a guy says his name one is ping. Maxime, and I'm so glad he told me that because I cannot read the the from field on his letter because it's all those Cyrillic characters. So he told me it's Maxime. So I'll, that's a new rule. If you write in from Russia and your from address has all those Cyrillic alphabet characters, please tell me how to say your name. It was so funny because he knows I'm an American because he sends sends his letter which ended with the ps and uh then like 20 minutes later he sends another one like oh by the way my name is maxime because i know you're stupid american you can't say it so he doesn't say that but you can tell that's what he was thinking because it's true i am stupid american you're still on run october here aren't you (laughs) okay (laughs) and finally we have phone call um, here we go. Yo, what up? This is, uh, Matt Chief, coming at you from the 305. Got a couple questions. Um, man, I've, I've never really thought that much about the whole pre-order bonus thing. It's never, it's never influenced my game purchasing decision, you know, um, I find myself more influenced about special editions than I ever have been about, you know, pre-order bonuses. Uh, as soon as I get my fucking PS3 back out from the shop, I'm going to go pick up that Dead Space special edition, but that's about it. Um, but yeah, they, they've never really, uh, never really been, you know, it's never really been a concern for me. And I've never really, never really gotten upset about it. I think the reason a lot of people get upset about it is because, you know, it, it, it feeds into, into people's rational hatred of GameStop. You know, something I've never had a problem with. 
But yeah, I, I usually I usually don't care too much about the pre order bonuses. They they rarely really add anything to the to the game experience. If anything, sometimes they break the game, make it, you know, too easy and stuff like that. You know, um, so it's 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 not something that I'm concerned about. And anyway, you know, that's um that's the main bit of what I have to say. Look forward to hearing back from you guys. And uh, have a nice day. Bye-bye. Okay. Out of Miami, 305. Is that what 305 is? Because I didn't know. (laughs) I'm watching this video they linked me in the chat room, too, at the same time, where they give kids all this old technology. Oh, the uh, French kids? Yeah. And, like, there's one that looks like a mouse, and I have no idea what it is. Uh, it's a mouse from like the old computer in the 1980s. Okay. So the kid was right. They used to sit on the top right of the well, keyboard. What's the one that looks like a bomb? The yellow one. That's an, A-tra- that's an A-track. Oh, see, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, like, so, you know, I, I felt really bad for Strawberry. Because Strawberry's like, I'm 24 and I don't recognize that. I'm like, I'm 30 and I barely recognize it. My parents I, didn't Why would it have a plunger on top? Is that the eject it's button? The it's at the it's what? The change track. The change track. Yeah. Gosh, they really emphasize that feature, apparently. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and the record player. Oh, oh this guy's going to start DJing thing? it. Um, yes, he's DJing. The kid who started, like, scratching the record. <laughs> the guy's like, no, 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 <laughs> Took his head away. That's so awesome. Oh, so um, back, to, back, to, back to Master Chief's call. Um, so he basically says the pre-order things aren't a big deal for him, right? I don't remember. This is the thing that drives me insane. I hate yeah. people who are like, well, I haven't bad, had a bad experience, so clearly they're not all bad. GameStop is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say that as a former employee. I GameStop have is- a good GameStop, but only when the manager's there, really. Right. GameStop because you-, you can get awesome GameStop employees, mm-hmm. but GameStop as a whole is pretty wretched. I always used to say that um, I would only buy GameStop games if I showed up on the first day. Otherwise, someone's going to open and play my game or give away my pre-order bonus So or scratch it. Here's the other thing I want to know. Did somebody die while we were playing that phone call? Oh, someone got stabbed. Somebody got stabbed? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> cat stabbed. Yeah. Okay. The cat got the cat stabbed the wife. Okay. <laughs> Is she okay? Cats. Do you need to go Is take her to the hospital? Well, we've already applied uh, some gauze and uh, alcohol. Wow, and that was fast. Got paramedics on the scene. It, it's all good. My cats are just Man, your cat nipping from the street, carrying a knife around. I tried to bribe Chris's cats with catnip. Well, I threw him outside. Hopefully, um, the problem is whenever I throw him outside, he starts scratching at the door and meowing as if he's the one who's under pain. So this is funny. <laughs> She's now at the point where the catnip doesn't make her happy. It just makes her hungry. So she wants food now. Oh, that's funny. It's a weird state. Catnip messes them up. Okay, so have you guys seen this stupid collector's edition for Duke Nukem Forever? Oh, please, sure. I, I know what you're talking about. But okay, yeah. here, let's go down this list. I mean, since we're on the topic of ridiculous pre-order bonuses, um, well, this is a collector's edition, but still. I, collectible bust of Duke Nukem. A numbered limited edition certificate of authenticity, 100-page hardcover book, history, legacy, and legend, Duke Nukem Forever, art from the vault, 
you need a certificate of authenticity for your games collector's edition. Are you for real? You get oh, a, but come on, this is a monumental moment. All right, you get we've some, been waiting for this for a decade. Oh, whatever. You can send some postcards. They give you postcards because people use them. Radioactive emblem sticker. You get a sticker. This is part of your eight billion dollar pre-order. Um, a comic book. A foldable paper craft. What does that mean? You're making origami Duke Nukem? Oh, yeah. They give you a pattern. You just fold on the lines. Are you making his balls? What is it? No, the origami killer is actually the protagonist. Oh, it's it? oh it's, uh, there's a crossover. This is actually the sequel to Heavy Rain, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't realize that. Okay. Um, poker chips. No spoilers. I you haven't get, played that yet. You get two poker chips. Um, a mini card deck because they couldn't spring for a deck. A deck of cards is like a buck and a half. They couldn't spring for a deck of cards. They had to give you a mini deck. Great. And then radioactive emblem dice. What? Why is it all gambling themed? They only well, give you two you, poker chips. Because you forgot the best part. What? The best part. What? This is called the Balls of Steel edition, and <sighs> it's going for a hundred dollars. A hundred bucks. It could have been and worse. No, that and there's no steel balls. They no, could have no, given no. you a couple of ball bearings <laughs> in there. And just... Yeah, those Chinese mind mind no. balls—the ones that you think while rolling around in your hand. Those, you know what? No, I'm the, about. the see the thing is they don't tell you that, but the balls because that wouldn't be a suggestive at all. No, not no. at all. Are you saying the balls of steel belong to Gearbox? Yeah, we can put this in a box. And we'll make and some people, people buy this. People will. But they only made two thousand units. It'll sell out. I'm gar- I guarantee you. Because it's Duke Nukem Forever, it's finally coming out. Yeah, this will come. This will sell, no problem. That's and, the balls of steel, right and there. And it right, got people talking about it, but I'm done talking about that. So silly. Next. Hmm. Uh, it's let's a great RPG, see. though. I can't wait to play it. <laughs> it's not even an RPG. We shouldn't even be talking about it. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. You hear me? I'm sorry. So let me give you news. How about some real hard news? Unexpected stories like this. News of the week. Satoru Iwata has confirmed that that he has no doubts that there will be a Pokemon game on the 3DS. What? Yes! That's right! Yes! Finally, I can see my Pokeball. We need the Charizard kid here. Where's the Charizard kid when you need him? Um. Pika! No, not not that. The Charizard kid. You know the one in the kid. Which... Hello? <laughs> the one who gets Charizard in his pack of cards. Okay, you don't know. Go go search Charizard kid on YouTube. All right. Uh, all right. So, Come on, bring all the board boys to the yard, and they're like, we're going to trade cards. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to trade cards. I can beat you with my Charizard. That's right. Didn't I come up with that? I wrote uh, that. No, it's on an icon on the forums. <laughs> I remember coming up with that, but all right. So, what would you guys like in your Pokemon 3DS game? I'm 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 still upset that someone's stealing my 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 milk jug song. An actual evolution to the series, maybe. Oh, um, <laughs> let's see. There'll be 3D, uh, but there'll still be 2D. <laughs> And that's all he said. We we were like imagining a cool 3D Pokemon Snap game where Ooh. you like held up the camera and had to find Pokemon hidden in like everyday scenery. Isn't that already a game? Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, yeah, it is. PSP camera. Yeah. Yeah. Do it with 
Yeah, do it with Pokemon though. You might actually get you know more sales. People to people to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would like to see some integration of some Mies. Because um, you're always supposed to be this adventurer, but everyone's Pokemon character looks exactly the same. How cool would it be if your trainer was actually a little you? Since uh, me integration has been built into the 3DS, and they can pull that, that yeah, information out. They, uh, you, there's me integration in Pilot Wings. If Pilot Wings has a Pokemon, can. Yes, yeah. I'm saying I would I would love to see like when I battle my like say I battle Anna, and I can see a little Anna. I'm like, hey, that's Anna. Let's go for it. Capture or, her. Make put her to work. <laughs> <I wish. laughs> Another thing that I think would be nice is um, basically every 3DS is a Pokewalker, so I would love to see all future three Poke- Pokemon 3DS games have that uh, kind of pedometer stuff built in. You know, it probably it sucks cool. battery to leave the, the gyroscope on for that purpose all the time. But it's nice to see that, a, that it's built in. You don't have to buy an extra piece of hardware or anything like that. Well, it's, they actually said you could use it as a step counter. It is. It's a pedometer. And actually, it's one of the big features is that you earn coins that you can spend in games to get rewards. By walking? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was one of the big announcements. I didn't think there was a game announced that had that feature yet. No, of course not. There's There's no no game announced that has that stuff. There's no games announced that people want. I mean... (laughs) I I want games for you. What games do you want? Which ones? Pilot Wings. Oh and I gosh. want Nintendogs and Cats. And I You're want the Kirby. problem. You're the... There's no... Want... Okay, Kirby was for the Wii, apparently, not for 3DS. Huh? That Kirby game was for the Wii, not for the 3DS. Well, and um, I also know Natsume's lineup for the rest of the year. I really want a 3DS. Oh, 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 you can't say that. Oh, Anna, leaking corporate secrets. That's what they pay you for, huh? Oh, um, you know what I would, you know I think it'd be cool is if you could like take Pikachu or whatever to one of those um pokey centers and you could like totally give him whatever haircut or hair coloring or hair dye or anything like that that you want just totally punk him out. You're tired of a yellow Pikachu, have a hot fluorescent Pikachu. You know honest, that's a good idea. No, like a purple no, just just no. That would be No, cool. just like to make the, the experience a little bit more personal. This they have added everything else to these games. You can dress them up, you can you, they've all these. Everyone I mean, lately the has had some is, is stupid show. There's already alternative color Pokemon. Yeah, well now and you get to paint them. Ooh, alternative color Pokemon. Yeah. Are you kidding? And they're set. You you could take that out and just leave the shiny thing in, and people be satisfied. People just go crazy over a Pokemon that when you bring it out has a a sparkle for a sparkle. second, and this makes people go crazy. You don't even need alternative color Pokemon for that. Mm. I just want them to make this more of a personal experience. I mean, it's the game is supposed to be so like your adventure. Your adventure will let you decorate your, make it more of your adventure. I don't want. To. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Pinkachu. That's what the chat room says. Pinkachu. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. my corner now. All right, yeah, Manny. So here's what I have to ask you: Will Yakuza Four be terrible? Um, well, do you like hostess clubs? Um, I haven't been to one, but probably would. Like mm. them. Why? Okay, anyway. So, uh, <laughs> Yakuza 4. No, I'm just saying, I'm, you gotta move on. Story, people care, blah, blah, blah. Well, does this game have hostess clubs? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, is it a place clubs. where you get to go and eat hostess treats? Like Twinkies and stuff? I don't think the... Li- 
No, I'm not going to touch that joke. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know where you were going. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so in North America, yeah, there's a forest coming out. And um, and in Europe and Australia, they're getting, they have like these special editions that come with a special DLC that you can get. But every, But in North America, we get all of the DLC on the disc for free. Yay. So... Yay. Let me see. What's the DLC? Uh, no, no, that includes a fighting arena, a, a survival mode, an underground car park for racing, and costumes for all four playable characters. Okay. And if you really want to go Yakuza crazy, you can go pre-order it at GameStop, and you'll get even another bonus, which is actually kind of lame. It's a hostess-themed dynamic theme for your XMB. Uh, excuse me, guys. I got to go, uh, go pre-order a game. I'll be back later. <laughs> Uh, so I here's what I don't understand. So this yep. game is, you know, Yakuza suffers from poor sales in the U.S. and poor marketing and poor everything around the game. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to make much money selling this game here. So why mm-hmm. don't we take all the DLC add-ons that all the people who will buy the game will buy because they're into it that much and just bundle them into the game? What's up? Well... I- if you do that, that uh-huh. you're going to have less money that you make. I mean, if your uh-huh. only fan base is the rabid fan base, why don't you leave the DLC separate oh, you know what? and get I their think money? This is a, I don't think they can pull that off anymore. After what? After the whole uh, Hostess Club fiasco last time? But the, but they wouldn't be cutting anything from the game. We get the game the same as Japan got it, and the DLC the same as Japan I got it. I think this is like an olive branch. Like, hey, all the stuff that you were upset about being gone, it's back. Well, and we're giving you all the DLC buy it anyway. right up front. All right. Well, this is the one with zombies, right? No, no. Yakuza: The End is a spin-off series. Oh, okay. Yeah, the end is the whole zombie apocalypse thing. All right. So, Fine. Chris, will you go buy this game? Then you can get an underground fighting arena, an underground car park for racing, a survival mode, and bonus costumes. For the Honestly, four no, because what I've played of the fighting in Yakuza isn't interesting. Dude, which one did you play? I played the demo of four at E3 and stuff. Oh, that's right. That was only a fighting demo. I mean, that was four, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't very interesting. Mm, to be fair, though, what, the thing that I enjoy the most about Yakuza 2 is uh, just walking around the city, talking to people, interacting with the world, just deciding to stop into a shop for a few minutes and mine something, and then occasionally get into a fight as I get stronger and level more level up. I still haven't and played the first the story, three, so... Great, great voice acting. It's a pretty cool um, story. Can you start a fight like anywhere? Um. Well, people will run up to you and say "What the f?" and they'll probably punch you a few times and then get into a fight. But um, if you really want to get into a fight, I guess you have to go down to an arena or something like that. Okay, Otherwise, so you can't just like walk into a store and punch someone in the face, right? I wish that would make it such a better game. Shake people down for protection money. That's what I was thinking. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're a Yakuza. You yeah. can't shake people down for protection money? You're the good Yakuza, aren't you? <laughs> uh, no. All I right. think good and bad in a Yakuza is entirely like... It's like saying, I don't cut people's fingers off and throw them in the bay. Mm. So what if you release uh, RPGs for the Android store and not the iPhone store? Does that make you good or evil? I think silly. that... RP gamer, RP gamer audience still doesn't think mobile gaming is a viable 
platform. Well, but it's better than the mobile gaming we were complaining about two years ago, or three yep. years ago when we started the show. But every time I bring games. it, anytime anyone else brings it up, people say, "Oh, these aren't real games. Who cares?" What? Infinity Blade isn't a real not... game. Oh, the controls suck. Who cares? Oh, okay. Chaos Rings isn't a real game. No, it's not really. Oh, the controls Doom are terrible. Doom RPG isn't a real game. No, the controls are bad. Works isn't a real game. Did you, you haven't played any of these, Anna. No, because I don't have a smartphone, but that doesn't mean I'm not interested in them. Yeah, you I don't mean, there's Monkey Island. Things. I want to play that. You can play Monkey Island on your computer. It's harder to find a copy. Steam has it. <laughs> what do you mean it's harder oh, to I find? Oh, I didn't know that. The special editions are like on Steam. Steam. Both of them. Special edition one, special edition two. What do you... <laughs> It's like on other services too. You could download it from uh, what's their site? I don't even know. Telltale? No. No, the special editions are not from Telltale. LucasArts? Yes, you can't download it from them. You can download on Steam in the Mac App Store. Yep, you can. That's what you should do, Anna. She she hates Steam so much she won't even check it. Download? (laughs) Isn't it on Direct to Drive? Oh, I've heard of them. <laughs> no, I haven't bought anything from them. So you're telling me about how Android is a superior platform to the iOS? Yeah, uh, me and Steve Waz, we agree on that. And no, <laughs> being taken out of context, it's wonderful. Uh, and I love the reporting on that Steve Waz story. Like it really was taken out of context, but everyone reported it as though he was backtracking. It's just the reporting in this industry just is so terrible. Isn't it, though? It's a 24-hour news cycle. I hate it. On the internet. Blog posters who have to spin everything cynically. (sighs) You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that. um, I was listening to Out of the Game, you know, that uh, Jeff Green and Guy Kroll. I listened to the most recent one, and they they brought up some really interesting thing about how the 24-hour news cycle works in, in terms of video games. And like how they mentioned, like because we're so desperate, they're so uh, they're so desperate to find news stories to constantly fill a day's worth, you know, like a day's worth of news. It it almost looks like everyone's autistic in a sort of way, and they only see the world through through the lens of video games, and that's the only way it exists for them. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, that's 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 filtered content, really. Uh, but then it's like video game themed this. Video yep. game rap theme is like, oh, I didn't even care about this game or this movie until there was a video game remix of it. <laughs> what if John? Is, oh, like the latest one that's going around the internet is a uh, Legend of Zelda reimagined as a John Hughes game a movie. Oh, I don't know that one. So I don't know. Is that the one by the people? Oh yeah, that's the one by the people who did the Pokemon one, isn't it? Yeah. No. And that's the latest thing going around the internet. Oh, John Hughes. I don't even know who that was, but I like Zelda. Who is John Hughes? I don't even know who that is. You don't know? No. Pretty in Pink. Oh, so no, it's not. It's a different video than what I'm thinking of, but uh, that's pretty cool. Pretty in so Pink. So how does that play on Android anyway? I don't Since know. I, oh. I, don't, I don't have an Android phone. <laughs> Do you have an Android phone? So I hear the iPhone's on Verizon now. (laughs) (laughs) So it says, uh, this is the game that was released in 2006 by NIS America. It was out on your PSP. Hyper Devbox and Idea Factory um, ported it to Android phones. It's got 100 hours of gameplay. It's a tactical RPG. I don't remember if we like this game. Let's see. Spectral Souls. I believe we didn't. Well, you know, 
as usual, yeah, we don't wait. have a review linked on the game page because that would be too easy. Uh, oh, yeah. I need to remind people to start doing that. Yeah. Um, now that we don't have points of view, people need to stop being lazy and do well, it. Well, we have a link to points of view on the side of the site. But points of view doesn't <laughs> update anymore. Well, we should probably remove the link then. Uh, well, at some point, I'm sure we will. <laughs> oh, RP Gamer. How to manage a site when... Oh, there are just no reviews in the database. So, apparently we loved it so much we didn't review it. Um, It was... Which one was it? Was that the 360 one? No, or? PSP. Oh, right, PSP, sorry. <laughs> it's by Idea Factory, so it's probably a 2 out of 5. I mean, that's how those go. Checking right? Metacritic now. 47 out of 100. Yeah, that's what I said. 27 reviews. Yeah. RPG Fan gave it a 40... Wait... We cannot speak of the competition. <laughs> no, go ahead. What'd they say? They gave it a 43. Uh, one of the worst RPG experiences on the PSP and one of the worst RPGs of the past few years. The terrible story, bland battle system, and atrocious load times and slowdown make the strategy RPG unbearable. So let's turn around, port it to Android, and charge $14.67 for it. <laughs> How much? $14.67. Oh, you know, this is the this is why people don't take the um, mobile gaming seriously. If you look at the interface, they just shoved PSP all the PSP buttons. They just shoved it oh, on the screen it, it and they dropped, cluttered the screen with it. It's cheaper now, fourteen dollars and forty six cents. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> but anyway, this is why people don't take mobile gaming seriously. It's just literally they took all the buttons on the PSP and they put it on the touch screen, and you're supposed to do all of this thing at the same time while obscuring your view and having your thumbs in the way. It's just so weird. Oh, the price is changing with the exchange rate because they posted the price at 1,200 yen. That's interesting. Well, don't buy it. so weird. Next new story. (laughs) So strange. I I don't know. You know, I don't don't have a problem with it costing $15, but charge me that for a good game, not a game that nobody liked. Why did you port that? What are you thinking? They're trying to fool people who are like hungry for games. Maybe on maybe they fixed it. Maybe it's better now. Oh, is that the tagline? Now let's suck. <laughs> no, that's the tagline. Maybe it's better now. <laughs> oh, he did Breakfast Club. Okay, thank you, Funatman. All right, Rift. That's an MMO. Yes, it's in yes, closed it beta. I have an invite for like these closed beta weekends, and I never log in because I'm busy. This one has not been enough to get me to to try it out. However, Wait, everyone... Is that the Heroes of Tolara game? Yes, it is. Oh, I saw that at E3 when it was first announced. Was that any good? Uh, they didn't even let us play it. We just watched like a five-minute demo. Mm. And how it's going to be better than WoW or something. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, WoW took uh, War- Warhammer in the back room and they made a baby. So... <laughs> Uh, the uh, the bastard love child of World of Warcraft and Warhammer Online. Basic. Well, that's just the impression I get when I look at screenshots. However, everyone can try and judge for themselves on February 15th. Uh, go sign up for an open beta at their page at riftgame.com slash beta sign up. And that's all I'm going to say about it until we get a chance to try it. So, uh, and people are upset about beta keys, right, Anna? All right. And now introducing yeah. Anna Marie Neufeld. Damn instructions on how to ask for a key. Okay. Read instructions, people. Uh, let's see. Ooh. Ooh, Anna. <laughs> Tell us about your favorite game series that's coming out. 
I have a favorite game series. Yes, Harvest out. Moon. <laughs> it's not coming out. It's out. Oh, what happened? What'd they do? Huh? Oh, uh, Natsume put out three older games this week. Uh, uh, Scat went to the Wii Virtual Console. Scat? Which is a side-scrolling shooter. Do they know that yeah, means poop, right? No, it's short for Supreme Crap. <laughs> attack. Crap. That. Nice. <laughs> it's it's S C A T. I mean, bear in mind this game came out in like like you know fifteen years ago when scat didn't mean poo. Supreme crap. I love that. Um, actually, scat meant poo a long time ago. Shut up. That's what four strangers call animals. That's scat. from like the old west. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Anyways. Uh, and then they put out two games on the PSN. One was Real Fishing 2, and the other one was Back to Nature. So Harvest Moon Back to Nature was originally out on the PlayStation back in 2000 or 2001. So it was the first one on the on, on Sony consoles. Before that, it was Super Nintendo N64 and Game Boy, Game Boy Color. So it... Uh, it was a huge advancement, particularly uh, in in festival gameplay, because all the festivals basically now had mini games associated with them, and uh, there there was like five distinct girls that you could date, uh, a lot of variety of crops, uh, a lot of little hidden secrets that I think a lot of people may or may not have known about. Um, for example, one of the cool things that you can do is you can grow a plot of flowers. And if you grow the plot of flowers close enough to a tree that's already predetermined on your farmstead, that tree will then sprout a beehive. And even better is you can take the honey from your tree to someone in town and who will be like, oh, this is delicious honey. And then your honey will be worth more. Mm. So it'll be worth like... 60 coins instead of 50. Is there any reason to play this? Um, yeah. Why? One, it's five bucks. Okay, six bucks. Five bucks where again? You guys didn't really say where this it was. Is, it's on PlayStation Network. Oh, yeah. PSN, okay. Yeah, it's a PSN launch. So, one, it's dirt cheap. Two, this is a really fun game to go back to because it doesn't really feel like you're going backwards that much. <laughs> Wait, does that it's... just mean the series hasn't advanced that much? No, it means that this is where a lot of sort of the standards that we see today, the good parts of Harvest Moon, this is where a lot of them were established. So this is definitely, and like I said, um, all of the festivals make the game very, uh, it makes you feel so welcome to the community. It's really great. So I have a lot of fun with Back to Nature. Is the, um, and if you follow the Natsume Facebook right now, they're doing a diary series. So you can actually sort of read along to the playthrough that I'm doing. Um, is this playable on the PSP too, or is it only on the PS3? Yeah. Wait, you're oh, doing cool. a playthrough of the Back to Nature? Yeah. On Facebook? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. So you can go to the Natsume Inc. Facebook page. And I have two diaries up now. I have spring one and summer one. Oh, how do I get there? Um, you type Natsume Space Inc. into the Facebook search. Well, what's the actual di- pl- 
workplace fears. Or you can go to natsume.com slash Facebook. Oh, no. Natsume Inc. I want, like, the actual, like, what's the short name for your page? Natsume Inc. It doesn't work. You guys haven't actually done that. I'll have to check. Is it pages slash users? I hate Facebook. I hate Facebook. (laughs) Oh, give me a second. I swore we did. And know. that's why smart people don't use Facebook. Well, I'll go to facebook.com slash Natsume Inc. and it doesn't take me there, so I don't know what it is. And There's pages slash Natsume dash Inc. Yeah, that's it. Natsume dash okay. Inc. Oh, that doesn't work, though. Um, you, can't, you can't just go straight there. Uh. I'm going to have to <laughs> check on that. But hey, Everybody. I love it. There's the... <laughs> if you find the directions that people gave up for Gome TV to fix theirs... You could use it to fix yours. It's not as bad as theirs was, though. Oh, S-C-A-T. What? That is just so weird. What? No, that they called it S-C-A-T. Yeah, hang on. Uh, The short form is... Special Cybernetic Attack Team. That's better. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so you're going to make a post every time that you do a season in Harvest Moon. So everyone yep. go comment on that and harass Anna, please. <laughs> Everybody, go do that now. All right, like. All right, goody. Uh, what's likes Natsume Inc. That's three right, seconds darn ago. it. Yeah. It's mm. only been three seconds. Man, I remember when I did Man, that. Man, tell Natsume to be our, to be our B Gamer's friend. Now yeah, be my friend, new- please. Yeah. Because, you know, they upgraded all the Facebook pages, so we upgraded the RP Gamer page, too. And now we can actually comment and source and make friends on Facebook as if we were a real entity, like a person. Really? Yep. So now Atlas and Natsume and RP Gamer can all be friends and like each other, and we can all have news feeds Yay. and comment on each other's pages. Wait, wait how did we do that? Oh, uh, I sent you an email about how the whole th- uh, Facebook, all the pages, all the pages have been upgraded. To act more like uh, actual people's profile pages. Is that just something so you, that Facebook did? Yeah, just recently. Wow. Just to say, and you can um, actually switch from, like, say, uh, my name. I have my own personal page. I can go to my RP Gamer page and say, uh, "Surf Facebook as RP Gamer," and then I can go comment on a fan's page who likes oh, RP Gamer and say, "Hey, sweet. thanks for liking the site." I am going to go just, ruin all our PR relationships right now. You wish I never <laughs> told you that. <laughs> This game Quick, sucks. Rem- <laughs> Why would we ever want to review this? Don't send us any more copies. No, but I just see the potential. It'd be great to, like, people, on, I mean, a lot of people still like Facebook, and we have fans who comment on our page, and then we can comment back as RP Gamer. Yeah. Go to Alice's page and say, hey, thanks for inviting um, us to your party, blah, blah, blah. RP oh, Gamer. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you can comment as the page. It's just you can only comment on your own page as Exactly. Now you can just, all of Facebook is yours as RP Gamer. That's right. Sweet. Okay. You know what else is sweet? Manny, tell us. Um, honey? Torchlight? Torchlight. Oh, I wish. I want Torchlight on the Mac App Store. Uh, but I don't think they. I don't think anyone at Runic Games has a Mac, and I don't know. what They, they, they don't. don't anything. Yeah. I'm sure somebody at Runic Games has a Mac, but they're not going to port it. They already, there already is a Mac version, though. There's two Mac There's versions. There's been a Mac it. version for quite some time now. Well, then yep. it's I just don't they're understand. not going to put it on the App Store. Oh. Why not? I don't know. There's just not. Why? Because Stop they make 30%. Stop asking me questions I don't know the answer to. Because they make 30% more by selling <laughs> it from their website directly? 
Yeah, but then it also opens up to more people and more eyes that never would have looked at it otherwise. There's well, a lot of people who on the platform who would never open up Steam remember or download Steam. Torchlight made a lot of publishing relationships for their various versions and different distribution deals and all this crap. So it's up to not necessarily Torchlight, but what's that company? Encore Games? No, the one that owns Omana. Who owns uh, Perfect, Perfect World? Game. Perfect World, probably more than anybody else, whether or not they care. Hmm. Uh, Oh, I just wanted to because I have a bunch of like uh, credit <laughs> credit left over from gifts from Christmas. It's like I have nothing to spend it on. It doesn't matter, man. It's a $10 free money's free game, money, isn't it? Free money's free money. You should have bought it when it was a dollar on the Steam. I wish, but no one told me. I mean, is the Steam version Steam Play, so you can yeah. play it on both? Mm-hmm. Oh, what are you waiting for? <sighs> a sale. A sale. Whatever. You got enough to play. You know what? Maybe, you know what? Forget this. All this silliness. Why don't I just get it on Xbox Live? When is that coming out, Chris? March 9th. But really? It'll be, <laughs> it'll be $15. What's wrong? Did you get it wrong, Anna? Something wrong? Yeah. What's wrong? Oh, no, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And now, <laughs> Anna Marie Neufeld. <laughs> what do we I'm get wrong? Right. right. I was thinking of Torchlight 2, which has unfortunately been delayed. That's right. But so we've got great news about Torchlight 1 coming out on March 9th for 15 bucks on your Xbox Live Arcade as part of the house party. Uh, no word on PSN. Probably never coming to that. Sorry, no, guys. because uh, they basically <laughs> said it's never going to happen because Microsoft is the publisher. Oh, Microsoft's the publisher? Yeah. Oh, that's their mistake. Um, well, which is funny because someone on the forums is like, uh, I think it was Shop Troll actually was like, well, Braid came out on the PS3 and Microsoft published that. And I'm like, yeah, but Braid never came on their website and said, we're not putting it on the PS3. You know, it's funny. I, I followed Running Games on Twitter and uh, like 20 people asked him, asked the main PR guy who runs the Twitter feed. Um, Wonder is a girl. Wonder's a girl. Yeah. Okay. Asked She's her a very and pretty she... girl. I'd like her to oh, go really? to prom with me, actually. Let me Google her. What's her name? Wonder Russell. Russell. All right. She well, I'm being a perv. Let me tell you the story. She's an actress more than she's a PR person. That's right. An actor? Oh, would I have seen her in any movies? Um, probably not, but she has an IMDb. And it comes up if you search for Wonder Russell with two S's and two L's. All right. Let's see. IMDb. She's from. She was raised in Alaska, England, Mont- Montreal, and Thailand. Montreal. Whatever. That's the closest try. I could try. <laughs> Montreal. <laughs> Then stop rolling your R's. <laughs> she's in all these like indie short films and stuff. But are you really shocked that a PR girl is pretty? I mean, come on. That's kind of half the job description. Uh, I know some. I don't know a lot of PR people who also model. Oh, are you kidding me? The one for Guitar Hero. <laughs> she, she eventually posed for Playboy and was the Playmate of the Month. Oh, nice. I never Seriously? dealt with her. I, I never yeah, dealt with her. Yeah, it was a big deal. The Guitar Hero PR girl who, who was at like every No, E3 no, I meant respectable after. jobs. Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> respectable oh, modeling jobs? Well, yeah, ones where your clothes aren't off. But you said modeling. Yeah, you're right. I, You're right. Sorry. Anyway, enough stalking of Wonder. Sorry, Wonder. We apologize profusely. <laughs> um, as well as that uh, Guitar Hero person. <laughs> I would just say this, though. I mean, with my, all my experience with PR people... Everyone seems to be very attractive, whether it be the men or the women. It, it helps that they're always very attractive and very personable. It just helps uh, put put a nice face on their game, so to speak. This is true. Aram is pretty cute. 
he's a good looking guy. I love oh, that. We should get Aram and Wonder together. PR matchmaker. And they would have like the ultimate PR child. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine? I was on a I was on a call for Radiant Historia this week. Um, they had a uh, they had a UStream actually, where they were showing off uh, Radiant Historia and the game, how it works. Actually, it was last week, wasn't it? It was last week. I forgot to talk about it on the game on the show. Apparently, the uh, they were showing off. You know, Radiant Historia has multiple timelines. You can jump back and forth to any point in the timeline where you make a decision and see all the game in one playthrough. And here's how the battle system works. And and blah 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 blah. But every like half an hour. Um, or every no, every like ten minutes through the call, Aram would bring up um, this this nice picture he had made earlier in the day and talk about how. And just so you guys know, if you pre-order the game, you get a copy of the game soundtrack <laughs> of the game soundtrack with five music selections, and it it comes with the game and it's fantastic. And he did this great sales pitch every time. And whenever he could worm his way into saying it, he would just go. And by the way, if you like that soundtrack and the, if you like that song you're hearing right now, all you got to do is order the copy of the game. Every copy of the game is coming with this soundtrack, and <laughs> it was great. So he's he's a good shill. And uh, Russell's a good, uh, Wonder's a good face. So if we get them together, we, the, whatever they're hawking, we'll buy, right? Oh, the reason why we went down this rabbit hole is because she basically said to several people around in the Twitter feed, is it ever coming to PSN? She's, nope, never going to happen. <laughs> wow. And I asked her about, I even asked her on the, the Mac App Store thing. She's like, uh, I don't even know how we would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how we would do that. Okay. No, seriously, she just said, I don't even know how we would start doing that. They have documentation. Um, interestingly, the, <laughs> the sort easy. of uh, the the sort of predominant rumor it, it leaked. It, someone mentioned it on on the RP Gamer forums, but it also has come up on the Runic forums. Is that basically um, the, this is just a rumor? This is not substantiated by anybody. But apparently, Runic approached Sony about putting it on the PS3 first, and they hummed and hawed and dicked for months and months, and so mm-hmm. Runic then went to Microsoft, and Microsoft picked it up basically right away. Ah. You know, I have to say... Sorry about that. Something just broke. My cat broke the recording. I'm blaming Ugh, her. Terrible. It's your fault, Sophie. She's sitting here rubbing her head on my microphone. Why? Stop it. It's not your play toy. So, uh, so what were we talking broke. about? Something about Torchlight, and we had this stupid rat hole. Um, PSN, about how... Uh, oh, it won't be on PSN, right? Yeah. Okay. Because they hummed and hawed at an Xbox. I mean, the Xbox Live team said, we'll take it. And uh, and apparently Torchlight 2 is humming and hauling and saying, yeah, it took a long time to make the Xbox Live version, so we're delaying the Torchlight 2 sequel. It's not that much of a delay, though. They were always planning, like, what, an April to May launch or something like so that? So now it's July. It's like a two-month pushback. Yeah, it's like two- or three-month push. I mean, it's it's nothing to write home about. And yeah. if anything, it's going to increase the sales of Torchlight 2 much I mean, just be get in front of more people especially that kind of a on a dashboard blade right there torchlight downloaded for $15 that's going to get a lot of eyes hmm. I do want torchlight too though it just sounds like I like the the features they're uh, 
because it's basically what if like Diablo 2 and like a parallel universe with Diablo 2 kept on going with uh, more multiplayer, more customization. What what else is there? They adding to it, Anna? Stuff. I didn't see that they were adding <laughs> all that stuff. much stuff to it. Based on what there's I saw. like a big FAQ there. there. Oh yeah. I'm just going off of what I remember from the E3 demo. It had multiplayer. <laughs> you can customize your dude's appearance. That's cool. Yeah, great. I don't know. The, uh, the what is uh, the other one? I think Diablo 3 will add a lot more. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, based on what I've seen from BlizzCon, it sounds like they're really taking that whole idea of, of adding and changing and improving the genre a lot more. Yeah, it feels like, like it's like that's why I'm in the parallel universe where Diablo 2 just kept on going. Okay. That's what it seems like Torchlight is. But then yeah, they're trying to do something different, Diablo 3. It's a very different kind of beast. Big budget AAA kind of title arenas and uh, quad A, quad A, it's a quad A title. All right, has an IPv6 address. Ooh, nerd humor. All right, so let's see the (laughs) two worlds two. Yeah, you got that one. All right, (laughs) two worlds two. Um, Speaking of quad A titles, in fact. I can't even transition that. We'll come back to that later. Sorry, Two Worlds 2. Uh, StarCraft Universe. Ouch. So check this one out. Um, that I, I don't know if we ever did the story on this. They were going to do World of StarCraft mod, and they said, oh, you can't use that terms. Blizzard said, yeah, you can't really do that. And the stuff you're trying to do, we can't let you do. But we want you to keep making it. Just call it something else, basically. And uh, they did. So it's called StarCraft Universe. Uh, the problem is that uh, Blizzard owns World of StarCraft. <laughs> like, they, they actually went ahead and bought that, just in case they ever wanted to do anything with it. So, uh, now they've got a new one called, new name for it called StarCraft Universe. It's going to not really be an MMO anymore. It's going to be a 12-player mod, so up to 12 people, uh, just an MORPG. Which is kind of disappointing for people who are looking forward to, to, to it actually being an MMO. MMO? LMMO? LMMO? LMMO, yep. LMNOP? No, not the Stephen, not not the Stephen King game or uh, Stephen, whatever the heck the guy's name. Yeah, I have OPP. no Stephen idea Parker. what you're talking about. Oh yeah, the OPP. guy. Yeah, you know. LMNOP, the guy who was working the director, Steve, the guy who like makes good movies, not not like Lucas. Um, biggest director in Hollywood did E.T. Who does E.T. Who directed E.T.? Spielberg. Spielberg, thank you. Spielberg, Spielberg. yeah. With EA, they had a project. It never went anywhere. He did Boom Blocks, and then they did uh, something like bigger, and it never went anywhere. Anyway, so (laughs) StarCraft Universe. How did we get there? StarCraft Universe, um, that's all I know is what I told you already. Manny, (laughs) do you know more? Uh, Just uh, Betamax. Just that uh, this was like this, this was a, this got a lot of talk on the blogs because um, people were getting angry that maybe that this team was trying to work within uh, StarCraft's mod tools to create something unique and interesting, and they got the sort of the hammer brought down on them. But it's like Blizzard's like, no, 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 you can do what you got to do. Just change a couple things. You you, you can't make it an MMO, and it, you have to change the name. And they even got a few job offers from a, a few big publishers. The guys who are doing this. So it's nice to it's like a happy ending that we're gonna get to play something this interesting pretty soon. Within StarCraft. Have you seen that Spyro has a new game coming out? Yeah, it's apparently it's gonna be a toy line. 
too. Yeah, this is cool. So they they're going to be thirty toy. It's you know it's the same. It's a kids thing where they try and get your kids to want you to buy toys for them. But there's going to be thirty toys, and you put them on a mat, and they get um, they go into the game. So it's like augmented reality. So your you need toys, the camera too, right? The eye toy. I don't know. They didn't. It doesn't say what platform it's for. So it's just going to be replacing um, Guitar Hero for Activision. <laughs> it doesn't no. say it's for Mac. Is it from Activision? I don't know. Oh, yeah. It yeah, is. it is. Toys for... Um, the Toy <sighs> Story writers are making the story. Hans Zimmer is doing the soundtrack. And uh, no word on if Elijah Wood will be the voice <laughs> of Spyro anymore. Um, yeah, he's not doing anything else. The guy could use some work. <laughs> so that looks cool. And, like, the toys remember stuff you've done in the game with them. <laughs> Show me in the toy where they touched you. Oh, stop it. That's terrible. That's terrible. All right, so sorry, I got distracted by this joystick site that our story was on because they had this link next to it. So here's the big news about Blizzard: they're not releasing anything this year, <laughs> unless they are, <laughs> and that's the story. That is actually the story. Activision says to investors um, that there's not going to be any games coming out this year. It's not. It's not going to make it. But they also say if no games come out this year, there'll be two titles in 2012. But uh, also, it's our goal to release Diablo three this year. But it's probably not going to happen. So, however, the caveat to that is the same guy said that about StarCraft two, and it came out like July 27th the next year. Yeah. So it's probably coming so- out next year. <laughs> Just say it. It's Blizzard. Let's just assume 2012 for Heart of the Swarm and Diablo 3. We're too far into the year nice now. That they're telling investors that for, oh, wait, for real, man, if it doesn't come out this year, you're going to get two next year. Minimum. I, I, you know what? I wouldn't even believe that. No? <laughs> don't, don't even trust that. Just, oh, come on. Diablo 3 has to come Blizzard. You reason, well, good for Torchlight, though. Look, at Torchlight 2 is going to have a whole full year if Diablo 3 doesn't come out. That's true. And it's good for Swarm, because Heart of the Swarm won't be confusing people between the game Swarm and Heart of the Swarm. Yeah, because let me tell you, little suicidal blue blobs and zerglings are totally easy to confuse. (laughs) They actually kind of are, (laughs) now that you say when you put it that way. uh, The way you use your zerglings, you could use them very similarly to the... To the swarmlings. That is true. <laughs> we should put a zergling and a swarmite. Oh, you need a swarm rush. Swarm rush. First. Anna Anna does some of the PR work for swarm. So we have a Valentine's card card up. Go see it. It's awesome. Where do people go so to me, see the Valentine's card? Hold on, I got a shill here. All right, shill, shill, shill. Go for it, guys. Swarm dot com. You said swarmites. Swarmites. S w a r m i t e s. Swarmites. Yeah, swarmmites.com, but only one M. Okay. Right. And Sir Erdrich's cat is snoring. We're very entertaining oh, today. If you'd like to come into the chat room and complain about how boring we are by telling us about your cat's sleeping habits, you can do it by going to rpgamer.com slash live during the show recording, which is normally 9 a.m. Pacific and noon Eastern. Now, let's and continue with p- the show. 5 p.m. GMT. Don't 5 p.m. That. GMT. <laughs> Yeah. Quinn isn't actually on the podcast just hanging out with us. He's just chilling over there. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Quinn? Quinn, tell us about your thoughts on Blizzard. Are you excited about them delaying these games even more? Uh, actually, I'm more interested in Heart of the Swarm than Diablo 3. I mean, I've, I've never been a particularly big Diablo fan. <laughs> but 
uh, I'd kind of wish they just, you know, hurry up. You know, it's interesting that you say that. I think a lot of RP gamers should pay attention to Heart of the Swarm because the way that it seems like they're uh, structuring the game is very different from Wings of Liberty. It's very much focused on Kerrigan and increasing her power. Well, hey, come on. Everyone knows about Kerrigan. No, okay. don't, 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 don't. Do I was going to say anything. I was going to say anything. I was just thinking if I spoiled anything just by even mentioning her name. But no, everyone knows it was going to be her. But yeah, yeah he's focusing her power. And it's sort of like it's very RPG kind of focused where you're just evolving Kerrigan and her power over the swarm. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of RPG elements in this one from what they're saying. Yeah. So which one do you guys think would come out first? Like, what are we thinking? Like, July something for what? I, for, I've uh, always been told that the best Zergs are in July. What about you, Anna? July Zerg. July yeah. Zerg. I don't know. And Diablo 3, what, early in the year, you think? Or like? No, I think I think Diablo 3 is going to be Mayish, And Zerg is going to be September-ish. Yeah, I, wow. I was always working under the assumption that Diablo 3 would come out before the next iteration of StarCraft 2. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're losing people in the chat room. And uh, wow. with BlizzCon coming up a, a little later this year, oh, that's right. I'm sure we're going to hear about the next WoW expansion. Did we talk about that yet? Did you guys talk about it last week? No. That uh, the dates for BlizzCon 2011 been announced October 20, 21st to the 22nd. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's only two days this year instead of. I thought it was three. No, um, last, this year was, last year was two. Okay, my bad. Are you coming out this year, Anna? Um, I really don't know. Mm. How about you, Chris? If I'm going to make it out to a BlizzCon, it seems like this is the one to go to. Why would I go games. to it when I can just get such good coverage of it right here from my computer desk? It's That is the one thing, though. Unless the new WoW expansion is playable there, it seems like you'll be able to play everything at home at that point. Right? I mean, yeah. And, or, like, really close soon you'll be able to play it. I would only be able to go for, like, a day anyway, like Saturday. So a unless lot of I was meeting a lot of people. Oh, wait. Right. It's BlizzCon. I won't be able to get tickets. <laughs> your press, your press. They only offered us two badges. Really? I thought so. Yeah. I don't think I, they, think I don't think we can think go as many as we from want. E3. We can, even with the limits that E3 ad- added. We yes, can we can only more. get six to seven. <laughs> no, that was worst case. We could actually get twelve. Cool for E3. Yeah. I would like to talk about E3. Twelve is later. the biggest team we've ever taken. That's probably why that's our limit. No, oh, it's, it's, it's based dumb. on your unique visitors per month. New rule for E3 China. Yeah, yeah, they're keeping yeah, out smaller same. websites that don't have... It's like one badge for every... 10,000. 10,000 unique 8,000, 8,000, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it basically stops the owners of small gaming blogs from going as press. They have so to go as regular goes. It won't be as crowded this year, I guess. That would be nice. Well, and they've also, I mean, a lot of people, like, I didn't go last year, but the year before I went, there was a lot more exhibits-only passes. Tons. Well, they didn't say that they're doing anything about that. So. No, 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 no. But people that in previous years would have been press had been changed over to exhibit-only. How does that work? Um. You 
don't get preferential treatment. No, no you, you don't get preferential treatment with a press pass either. Um, eh, depends where you go. I wonder if they had to buy it. I don't. I don't know. I. I. I thought exhibits only was like GameStop employees, which they stopped doing that too. So, hmm. I don't know how that works. Anyone here on this? Anyone here on this podcast going to go this year? Um, I'm going to sign up. Uh, there's a chance I'll go. Um, I, live, I live in the wrong country. Good. I'm going to be working at E3 this year. Oh, all right. That's cool. So they're going to pay for your hotel and your flight and everything. Um, details to be determined. <laughs> yeah, and Phil is dead, so yeah, we'll figure out that. Phil did die. Where did Phil go? Meow. Oh, okay. His cat's snoring I was as well. The cats, you know, I was, I had to go out and tame that wild beast with my bare hands. He took out one of my eyes, but I finally won in the end. Anybody want a fur coat? You, <laughs> you tamed your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that conversation. Moving on. Oh, all right. So. <laughs> nobody wants skin of life nobody wants two worlds so that's why we're going to talk about two worlds too because apparently you Except should want we it we reviewed it and apparently it doesn't suck it doesn't suck that's that that'll be max tagline on the on the game box uh good three and a half out of five and here's out flexible combat system entertaining tongue-in-cheek quests unique twist on magic spells that's the way you build all your spells. It's very cool. You should check it out. But it lacks some technical polish. It has limited character visual design options. And apparently the final boss is is its own negative point. <laughs> so I don't know what's up with that. Um, but uh, if the final boss is the worst part of the game, I mean, give me a break. You should play it. it sounds like a good thing to play. Uh, I, I mean, here's the thing, though. is Two Worlds 1 was so atrocious. I feel like the only place this game had to go was up. And it looks like it went up. Yeah, it basically, you actually had to try to make a game worse than Two Worlds. Ah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, like the, like the developers of Arcania 4 did. Oh, snap. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're you're kind of right on that, Anna. The first one was so bad that if you played the first one and then you played the second one, it's just naturally going to feel good by comparison. It's just, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that's what, what Mac experienced, of course. Um, but yeah, I did read through um, a number of reviews, in, including Mac's, and you just want to make sure you read this really, you want to make sure you actually read the text of the review really carefully to see if this is something that's, uh, that's going to particularly uh, appeal to you because it's, it, it, you know, Mac had fun with it, but I wouldn't just give it a free pass and say it's a universally great game that I can just recommend to anybody. It's definitely something you want to make sure you get into the details of the review and, and make sure that you make note of its strengths and weaknesses and see if that's something you want to get into. Hmm. But you haven't played it yet, have you? Nah. Nah. Man, I'm too busy with other things. decided it's not things. for you. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really intrigued by it, but I just don't have time for it. So it, it'll probably uh, it'll probably get added to my vast Steam library on the five dollars sale at Christmas. But maybe maybe that sounds like a good plan. I like yeah. that plan. I know Mac I like hates this one. term, but would you guys call it a janky game? Um, I oh, that's it. I'm fired. I would have to be able to play it <laughs> to decide if it's janky. I mean, it sounds like it's technically janky. I was just using that because he said anyone who uses the term janky, I will fire them on RP Gamer and their writer <laughs> in, in, the, in their text. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's a bit janky, probably. 
I don't know why he has a problem with the that last word. RPG cast. Yeah. <laughs> janky, janky, janky. That's the title for this show now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mac. You made things so much easier for me today. Janky. There. Perfect. Okay. Um, and speaking of that, we're done with news. And so it's time to cover our picks. Oh, press uh, release dates. The release dates. Yes, picks of the release dates. The release dates of the week. Yes. First off, Dragon Quest VI Realms of Revelation is out on Monday. Not Sunday, like most Nintendo early releases, but Monday. I don't know why, and it's bugging me. Then, the next day, you can get Super Dimensional Game Neptune. Yeah? People excited for that? Uh, the only person who I know is my housemate. I don't, we I have, don't, a, we I have don't the wrong. We have the wrong title in our database. It's Hyperdimension Neptunia. So I don't know what we're talking about in our game. Database. Our database, I believe, is still listing the translated Japanese yeah. name. So Hyperdimension Neptunia, Hyperdimension Nep- yeah, Hyperdimension Neptunia, where you play as the personified game consoles and stuff, and and fight against the R four pirate chipset and stuff or whatever. <laughs> And then the game everyone cares about this week, Tactics Ogre, Let Us Cling Together. So we got two classic games coming back, Dragon Quest VI and Tactics Ogre, Let Us Cling Together. What do you guys think is your pick for the more interesting of the two this week? First off, Manny. There's three coming out this week. Yeah, but the two are remakes and one is not. Hello? Anna didn't follow what I said. We got two re-releases of classics. What's more interesting, Dragon Quest VI or Tactics Ogre? And first up is Manny. Okay. Tactics Ogre. Oh, what's his name? It seems to be getting some pretty good reviews. A pluses from 1UP. And uh, I just wonder, I haven't played that game in a long, long time. And it seems like it's the most upgraded of the two games. Okay. All right, John. Uh, Tactics over because it uh, it's the game I want to play more than Dragon Quest Six. Uh, Phil, you know I'm really waiting to I'll I'll be waiting to see the reviews uh, that break down Tactics Ogre because I played it on the PlayStation I didn't like it because of the leveling uh, mechanic think, it felt artificial. I think a bunch of reviews came out last week for it actually so you should be able to check them now. Uh, well then I'll go check them out. Otherwise Dragon Quest Six. Oh really? If it, okay. Unless Tactics Ogre just blows me away with revamped mechanics, I just I'm not a big fan of that whole one level makes such a big difference your characters die almost instantly, so you have to force them to level up so they're the exact same level of the main hero and watch the computer play against itself to do so. I just better things to do with my day. All right. <laughs> okay. And uh, Anna Marie Newfeld. Um, I'm going to eventually get both, so I abstain. I keep saying your whole name because I keep introing you. Uh, you're going to get both. You abstain. No, what are you getting first? What's more interesting? Not what What are you getting. Uh, um, you, can, you tell decided. me you feel actually the same about both games. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. I'm leaning towards Tactics Ogre, and it's not just because I get those weird... Um, Gypsy cards with it. What are they called? Did you pre-order it? Yeah, I did. GameStop? Uh, no, yeah. at Amazon. Oh, cool. Amazon had them, too. Are you talking about the tarot? Thank you. The, the weird tarot cards. Sorry sorry for the yeah, offensive racial slur there. <laughs> the tarot cards. I didn't know the right term. I apologize. Have you seen the cool pause tarot card? No. I have my own tarot card. Oh, all right. 
I'll show it to you. Okay. And um, let's see. That's it. Yeah. So that's uh, three to one to one. <laughs> three TO, one Dragon Quest six, one undecided. That, you know, that vote was janky, man. It's really janky. All right. So it's time for our picks of the week because I can tell the podcast is tired of listening to me. So I'm going to go first. <laughs> and I have two picks for you this week. The first is Magic the Gathering Tactics because I played that finally. And Did you like it? Uh, I did not not like it. It is, well, uh, it's a tactical game and you get to summon creatures magic style and fight with them just like as you'd expect with a tactical game. Um, the tactical, the tactics of it are a bit random influenced because the magic underpinnings, you have a deck and you don't know what you're going to get to summon from, and it can have a huge effect on whether or not you're able to win the fight. So that's a bit frustrating to deal with because it takes tactics out of it and puts a bit too much luck in it. However, um... So, I mean, the, the way the game works is you build a deck. they got all these spells and creatures in it. Um, every round you gain more and more mana, and uh, you, you can't, like, control it by playing lands like you could in a real Magic game. So it's just as the turns go on, you seem to get more and more um, more and more and mana to, to use each turn. And uh, as you, uh, you, you, whatever you have, up, like, up to seven cards in your hand, you keep getting a new spell that you can choose from each turn. And... Uh, and you choose whether or not to attack with it, and you can summon it or cast it, or uh, you could you do multiple spells and stuff, just like a magic turn. And so really, uh, your hand decides a lot of what you're able to do a turn, and then on top of that, you have to manage your creatures. So once you've got a good army of creatures out there, it's like any other tactical RPG where you're trying to decide who should be defending and, 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 and attacking here, and it changes every um, game because you have different creatures that came out in a different order, so you have to adjust your tactics on the fly, and that's really cool that it, it changes it up like that. Um, the problem is when you just get in a hole from the beginning, and you can't catch up, and you can't beat this because you just don't have the cards you need. Um, that's a little frustrating. However, it, it's not a bad trade for having um, tactical fights that don't feel like you're using the same strategy every time you, you do a new battle, uh, like some tactical RPGs can feel like. Uh, the way it works is you get one chapter of the campaign for free. You have to buy the other four, and uh, they're five bucks a piece or something like that. And uh, you get cards for beating them, which you can play against other people online for free. Um, if you want to do tournaments and stuff, it costs money. And if you want to buy booster packs to help get lots more cards for your decks, that costs money. And if you want to buy special promo cards to get more copies of the special promo cards you win in the campaign, that costs money. Um, so they're really try- they got a lot of ways to milk you, but there's a lot of playing you can do for free just against your friends. I was able to jump right in there and play against somebody who was my exact same skill level, and he trounced me. Um, so I guess he wasn't my same skill level, but uh, it was... We had similar decks and stuff, and it was really fun to play online, and it works well. So I highly encourage people to pl- try it because it's free, and you might get really into it. And at the very least, you and a friend can pick it up and just be playing right now. So um, definitely go check it out. And then the other thing I played, um, well, two other things I've been playing was uh, F- Professor Layton's Unwound Future. And I have to say I'm really getting tired of how many puzzles they put in that game. <laughs> I know that's the <laughs> point of the game. Missed. Say what? I have told matchstick. What's that mean? I have told matchsticks. Oh, that I like the matchstick puzzles. I'm okay with them. <laughs> I don't know. I I I'm upset they took them out. 
Uh, I kind of like those because I could actually do those, do those easily. Um, I don't know why people hated those. So, but there's just too many puzzles in this thing. Because you know what I care more about Layton for the story and the main mystery, and it takes so long to get through it all. And they got all these side things, and I just I think you're playing this game for the wrong reasons. I think I am, but you know what? They made a compelling property there, and I care about it. So it's it's difficult to Can deal you just with. Just watch Layton movie or something. Yeah, but well, I won't be ready good. for the Layton movie if I don't read all the Layton back material. Okay, <laughs> dude, come on! I gotta fully experience the property. And then, how will I be prepared for Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright? Come is on, is that actually happening? Yeah, that was announced. That's, that's a that's game. That's a real yeah, game. It was. That is a real game. <laughs> what do like, they do? I, they fight each other. They beat uh, each other. Up? They help each other. Huh? And there's okay. lots of finger pointing. <laughs> there's lots of disappointed faces looking at you. Oh, <laughs> disgusting! <laughs> I can't wait for that. I hope that comes out here. Please, Capcom, and or oh, didn't you just Nintendo. buy Phoenix Wright on your uh, iPhone? I did for a dollar, just so I could have the. Sound. I'm going to play it to the point where I get to where it's playing the music I like, and then just use it as an easy way to get to that song. <laughs> yeah, they. I think they they ported the entire first game, the first DS game, uh, Justice for All, was it or no? Just Phoenix yeah. Wright Ace Attorney. It, it, yeah, but they only call it Phoenix Wright on the store. It's they took Ace Attorney out of the title on the App Store. Yeah, it's still a dollar. I think if you want to go get it. Yeah, it's on sale. Check that out. Um, there's a lot of PSN, PSP titles from Atlas on sale too this weekend. So go check those out on PSN. Just a lot of them are half price, right? Yeah. Stuff like um, Knights in the Nightmare and Persona Three Portable. Persona Three Portable is only twenty bucks. That's right, and Persona Portable. Go check all that out. And uh, let's see. Oh, that's right. Final final pick. You don't know Jack which was really fun, and I picked it up last night. It's only 30 bucks on the 360. Uh, you can buy it on PC for only $20, but it's missing um, some... What? Did, how did they put it, Anna? <laughs> missing some minor features. Yeah, online play <laughs> is a minor feature, apparently, if you don't and know And even Jack. better is all of the old You Don't Know Jack games are four players local. This one's only two players. Only, and on, the, only asked, on the PC. Only on the PC. Right. This is all the PC version because the, the console ones are all four players. Well, apparently. I don't know about the DS, but the console ones are four player. Yeah. Right. But um, someone to the You Don't Know Jack Twitter asked why the PC version wasn't four players. And the official You Don't Know Jack Twitter answered back because you can only fit two PC gamers in front of the computer. Yeah, he said something like, I, th- I thought most PC gamers were too fat to fit more than two at the keyboard. It's, it's like what he actually it was said. like, wait, what? That was the <laughs> that's, actual official Twitter? That's your actual yes, response? Yes, that's, that's as bad as Kevin Butler retweeting the USB dongle code for P- breaking into a PS3. <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyway, uh, yeah, so You Don't Know Jack is actually rather fun. You get 73 episodes. If you know the game is is kind of, uh, it's not a random assortment of trivia questions. It's a produced show that each episode you go through with 10 questions. They're 10 question episodes. You got the Jack attack at the end. You got all the screws and stuff you remember from the old game. The witty humor is there. Um, it sounds like a new voice cast, but that's okay. It's been like years since the old ones happened. I'm surprised I Jelly Vision is still around. But I loved the diss or dad that you got. Yeah, yeah. Was it um <laughs> It was uh, r- a brand of ranch dressing or yes. 
a pro, uh, or a whorehouse in Nevada. Yeah, Nevada brothel name. Yeah, yes, those are the Nevada. two choices. <laughs> so for those who haven't played, you don't know Jack. Uh, you get a round called this or that, and basically you have two buttons that are associated with the two answers, yes. and then a name pops up on the top of the screen. So, you know, for this dis or dad, it was like ranch dressings and brothel. So it was like uh, uh, Marie's Creamy Ranch, for example, and all that stuff. Hidden Valley Ranch, is that a brothel or a Hidden dressing? Hidden Valley Ranch, is that a brothel or <laughs> a dressing? It's a, it's a dressing. You got most of them right, right? Yeah, there most was, There was one that I messed up. Yeah. I don't even remember. But anyway, they, they got they got good humor. No, no, no. I love the quip at the end, it, which was, if either smell like blue cheese, ask for your money back. That's right. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, it's uh, it, a bit too lowbrow overall, in my opinion, but a good mix of humor. And they've got all the commercials at the end of the game that are really funny to listen to. This game, when you turn it on, there's just always something auto audibly happening that's interesting to listen to so while you're waiting for people to sign into xbox and get into your game um you you've got all these skits playing in the background that are very entertaining and you can just listen to and they've just all this random crap going on so there's always something to entertain you in this game i've always loved that about you don't know jack because you know that if you've never played it it's like you're behind the scenes at the game show before the game show stops uh, before it starts, rather, and up until the point where you press start, they've got all this weird skits going on in the background, like what's going on at the studio or what's playing on the television station before the game show starts. So it's real funny. Um, I highly recommend it, thirty bucks, um, and uh, don't recommend the PC version though, unless they add online. So yeah, that's you don't know Jack, and I played with Zybek Kata from the forums, and that was very fun. At least I think he's on the forums. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And uh, what else? Um, that's it. So, John, what do you got for us this week? Uh, well, yesterday I successfully finished the uh, Graces part of Tales of Graces F for PS3. And now you're playing Tales of F? <laughs> well, I haven't actually started the um, the, the, the future arc, the, 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 the extra sort of post-game stuff that they added to the PS3 version. Oh, okay. Um, because I sort of went, I sort of loaded my save back up, and this is one of those and, picks that nobody can actually play because it's actually in Japanese, right? Well, you're perfectly, you're either free to import the Japanese version because the PS3 is isn't region locked, or of course you can just sit around on your ass for a few months and wait for them to bring the um, the version. Uh, they haven't decided which version is coming out here yet. Version. I, I think it is pretty much well. The, the logo says F. Okay, okay, so it'll probably be PS3. Yeah, it, yeah, it would seem pretty stupid to say, hey, look, we're bringing out Tales of Graces F, you know, this this awesome PS3 updated copy of a, a Wii game, and then say, nah, actually, no, we're just going to take all that one out and just, just release the, 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 you know, just release the basic Graces game. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know a lot of fans don't expect much from um, Bandai Namco, but I think that would be a little bit on the dickish side. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's why I expect it. <laughs> so... Well, I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to sort of fully um, type out my thoughts on the game um, just yet because I want to finish the. Um, you know, I want to finish the entire story before doing that. It's fine. You're making all but, the Tales fans jealous anyway by just talking about it. <laughs> but uh, I will say that while the the, the story like, the story seems uh, shorter than Tales of Vesperia, um, I, I finished it in about 35 hours or so. Um, but it it just seems as though it just gels together better than Vesperia's. Um, I mean, 
I don't know how many people here have played Vesperia, but the 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 kind of the last part of it, Try out of a none. three part, <laughs> yeah, the last part of it out of a three part game just feels a little bit disconnected from the other two. Uh, I mean, at least Tales of Graces has a consistent villain, which was something that Vesperia missed. So, and the the, the battle system is extremely fun and responsive and all that. It's a definite upgrade. So, but yeah, that that's that's actually about it, really. <laughs> Sounds fine. Uh, how about uh, Phil? Got any picks for us this week? My pick of the week is Kung Fu. And and the first thing they teach you in Kung Fu class is the is horse Is that stance. you're in the Matrix? No, it's the horse stance. And you know why it's called the horse stance? Because you, after you're done, you sweat like a horse and it's kicked your ass. It, it's just, oh my God, it's painful. I'm sitting here, I'm in pain. So... Yeah, um, we sign up for a a kung fu class, which will happen on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturday mornings. So unfortunately, I won't be able to um, um, be here a whole lot often. Um, but anyways, um, um, unfortunately, this might be my last one for a little while. Eventually, if we get really good enough, we might do some advanced classes that are at different times. And then I'll be able to come back again. But my class doesn't <laughs> even get here or doesn't even end. I wouldn't even be able to get home until an hour after the podcast starts. So, <sighs> oh boy. Anyways, aside from that, just been doing a whole lot of pathfindering preparation. Because um, if y'all didn't know, we do a Pathfinder online every other Saturday. And um, right now, I think we're. I, I think we got close to maximum number of players, but if anyone's listening to this and is dying to play Pathfinder, we do it over Skype. Uh, we're using uh, very cheap and basic virtual tabletop software for now. Um, however, uh, if we continue to do this for a while and everyone likes it, uh, we might go ahead and invest in some really nice virtual tabletop software that makes it look like you're rolling the dice and all that other fun stuff. But I've talked a lot about Pathfinder already before, but we continue to get in it. It's a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, I wish I could but, do that with you guys. Um... Sounds fun. And we're doing it. We're doing it every other Saturday, so it's hopefully not too, you know, too disruptive. You know, than the week. You know, the traditional weekly gathering mm-hmm. goes a little bit slower that way. But, but that way you have every other Saturday where you're not worrying about it. Are you guys a um? Let's see. Are you guys a uh, role playing centered group or a battle centered group? Mm, it's uh, you know right now it's about uh, you know for the first i would say half dozen sessions i kind of like to get the feeling from the groups uh from the players i know a lot of dms come to the table with a lot of expectations or with those types of um decisions already made like we're going you know this campaign is a role-playing campaign or a more battle-focused campaign or along those lines a very excellent question um i I tend to actually like to see how the players interact so I, i usually come to the table with about four or five um, pre-made adventures that I tie into the overall uh, world that I've already got prepared uh, just to see how the characters handle it, how they interact with each other, how those relationships develop. And, and then from there we start, you know, then I start building more detailed adventures and plot lines and things like that. So if the group really seems to like to spend a lot of time in their combat, that's where they seem to be getting their most enjoyment on, then I'll spend more of my time making epic encounters and well-balanced encounters but if it seems like they seem to be getting more enjoyment out of the role-playing aspect of the game, then I'll turn my attention in that direction. Cool. Ooh, I'm so. out of room for wonder cards. Mm. I don't know what that means. Wonderful! 
That's not a good Wunderbar. With that being said, for all of you people who will miss me oh so much, all two of you, you can always come and listen to us at RPG Backtrack. Wait, Phil, you should Twitter your adventures in Kung Fu. Yeah, so how, uh, does, uh, yeah. how, do, people, yeah, how do people contact you then? You can contact me at jcservant at rpgamer.com. Okay, cool. Your email well, should you say something in the subject line so they know page. that – because we get a lot of spam. Because yeah, your email page <laughs> – your email address isn't on your bio page. Uh, hmm, I'll have to fix that one day. Um, yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, that's a very good point, Manny. I wonder how much of uh, those emails the spam filter automatically catches and never forwards to me because I, I just – I don't even check my RP Gamer email. I just have it forward to me, and I usually get like max messages and stuff, but I can see the, the spam filter catching something and not sending it to me. That would be pretty So would you put Pathfinder in the title or something? Maybe – yeah, maybe we should do that. And Let me see if I can set up a filter in the um, – on the uh, RP Gamer email, so it doesn't spam those guys that have Pathfinder in the subject heading. Cool. It's not a bad yet. Thank you, Mr. Manny. You're a of gentleman or scholar. I guess it's my turn, right? Yes, it is. Oh, what's this? Sorry, I was checking my Netflix queue. It's found an understated comedy called A Great Wall about a Chinese American family, and never mind. Anyway, uh, so this week I've. Well, I guess it's two weeks. I wasn't here last week, right? Right. So I started playing uh, Mass Effect 2, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I should hope so. <laughs> I hate it. It's terrible. Game of the year might. No. It's pretty cool. I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, um, let me Sorry, I'm just trying, I'm trying to open up my notes. I made a little notes about all the stuff I want to talk about really quickly. So yeah, I'm playing Mass Effect 2. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm taking a small break from uh, from Oblivion on 360. I had, I had my fill of that. I also picked up a few cool games on sale. Hothead had a big sale on the Mac App Store. I picked up uh, both, Pres- both Penny Arcade Adventure games, Press Press of Darkness 1 and 2, and Braid. And I got... I think I spent maybe six dollars for all three games. Wow! Have you played any of them yet? I'm just gonna try to start Braid today. Okay. And I also got Phoenix Wright for a dollar and Game Dev Story for a dollar on the iOS. And man, Game Dev Story really is addictive, isn't it? It is great. Yep. Yes, it is. I mean, a lot of fun with Game Dev Story. Um, it is criminal that they have not released the PC version in English. I wish that's a really good game. What were you well, guys working on a sequel things? anyway? So, oh, are yeah. they? When is that coming out? I uh, don't know yet. I believe the sequel's already out in Japan, so it's mostly wait, waiting localization, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. All I know is Game Dev Story is really cut into my uh, Mass Effect time, which is not what I was thought it would ever say. But it's just so easy to load it up, and it's kind of hard to stop too, because it's like, well, I, I'll stop after the award show. Well, let's see how my sales do for this game. Well. You know what I mean? Everyone's dead. No one's engaging me. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, 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 I bought Game Dev Story myself on a recommendation from Chris about, what, two, three months ago? What? Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, good. I remember when you, you, you made it your pick of the week and I picked it up almost straight after and then next week it was my pick. Yep. So inevitably, just by mentioning it on the podcast, someone will go out and buy it. All right, it's a dollar right now. Did you get it on iPod, your iPod Touch? Yeah, I got it on my iPod Touch. Yeah, that's what I got it to. Dollar right now. I, I um, have actually, I have actually downloaded the Japanese version of the the PC version. But yeah, it, um, I think it was Anna who mentioned it. it's a lot more complicated. It seems very text heavy too. Uh, is your Japanese that good or? 
it's not fantastic. Mm. Oh, well, I would love to see uh, an upgraded version of that. And the, the, I'm really happy to try out Braid. I know that it, apparently the game is pretentious, very, very pretentious, but everyone still tells me how, what a great puzzle platformer it is. So I'm looking forward to playing it. If you oh, like Braid, and I guess- um, go, and look out, go, and, go and look for a game called Eversion. I would strongly recommend playing that. Inversion or aversion? Eversion. Eversion. All right. I'll turn. It's in the chat room. That's how you spell it. It's on. There's a there's a free version, but there's also like a a a version with better graphics, which should be really cheap on Steam. Cool. Letter E as in echo, then version V E R S I O N. Yeah, I hope they throw in the the Mac App Store. I'm really enjoying that App Store. I mean, I. I never would have picked up the Precipice of Darkness 1 and 2 or Braid if it wasn't so cheap on that store. I know you can get these things on Steam on a Mac now, but I just like having it in one place. And their DRM is very generous. It seems so un-Apple-like, the DRM on these things. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can just put it on any one of your computers. There's, there's, yeah. real, there's, there's not a lot of stuff holding you back. You don't have to worry about authorization, authorizing your machine at all. Mm. It's, it's, it's very clean interface to find games. I can't wait to see more people put games on there. Cool stuff. Uh, let's see. What am I thinking of? I think that it's time for someone else, right? I think Anna? we're done. What about Anna? Anna was last. Yeah. And now Anna Marie Newfeld. Oh, stop it. Um, my pick of the week is Magica. Ah, Magica. So Quinn and I and Shop Troll, who is one of our forum moderators, hopped on Magicka on Wednesday, and I got to meet Vlad, who is definitely not a vampire. Definitely not a vampire. He's definitely, definitely not, is a vampire. not a vampire. Not a vampire at all. I am. How many I times? Been... How many times did I kill you? Uh, I think it's how many times I killed myself. Well, I didn't know I you get... were playing too. Wow, Quinn. Yeah. We need to play yeah, this earlier this week. This is why I was trying to get you to play it, Chris. Well, it was the middle of the night last night. Oh, well, how about we play it today? It was 3 o'clock in the morning when I was playing. That's no excuse. Do we want to play later today? I don't know. We have a Let's lot of Starcraft play after the cover. podcast and we'll live stream it. Uh... Yeah. So the thing is, is that I'm really, really bad at actually checking myself for statuses. So one of the things in the game is that you can be wet, you can be dry. And so I'd see a bunch of enemies, not realize that I was wet, and start mashing my lightning key and kill myself. Yeah, because if you even try and add a lightning spell to your Q if you're wet, it will instantly just deal damage to you. So if you're like, why isn't my lightning working? You just keep stabbing the lightning button. You'll just eventually just deplete your own HP bar in about three seconds. Yeah, I, I, I frequently was electrocuting are you, myself. Are you forgetting to shield yourself? Or dry shield yourself? Shield for wimps. Shield middle click. Yeah, I forget about that. But anyways. Um, <laughs> but I got to kill the big thing. The big snake thing. The your monger? Yeah, we did yes. that. Me and Shoptro did that. So, they kept dying. I kept attack. I kept hitting yeah. it. I'm good at spamming fireballs, and it does a lot of damage to him. Oh, I, uh, I like throwing rocks around. It's the problem is that if is anyone else good. is nearby, I kill them too, but I do a lot of damage. Yeah, I got really excited at one point, because I had a really awesome beam going, and then someone walks straight into 
It, I was yeah, like, I think, oh, I think that was me. I, I walked in front of a, a yeah, that hurt. Yeah, I was like, and I was like mowing down all of these archers that were behind everything. And so I was slowly moving the beam up towards uh, north. And then I was like, oh, oh, please tell me he's not going to walk. Oh, I just killed somebody on my team. Yeah, you just revive them. I'm really happy. I, I really love the fake language in that game. Oh, it reminds me of the Swedish chef. Yeah. That's what everyone sounds like. It's great. Bork, bork, bork. Oh, dear. Chicken in the oven. Pretty chocolate on the mousse. Mousse, mousse, the mousse. Yep. Good stuff. So... We did crash once between chapter one and chapter two, but other than that, we ran into no particular bugs. So I'd, I'd read a lot. I did have to go to bed. Huh? I did have yeah, to go to bed, unfortunately. And I actually had to eat because it was like shop troll was like, "Do you want to keep going?" I'm like, "I just realized it's quarter to eight, and I haven't eaten since like ten o'clock this morning, so I should probably do that." So. I ended up logging out as well. But I really want to play more. Yep. And I think we will. Yes. Um, we need to like do some RP Gamer gatherings on that. Just come to yes. the chat room and bug people. Pound RP Gamer on Esper.net. IRC.Esper.net. An RP Gamer game night for Magicka. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think Shop's going to do another one on Wednesday. Although that doesn't help for you, Chris. That's okay. I don't have to be there. Okay. You guys have a game night. And uh, yeah. It's awesome stuff. Yeah, I haven't done game nights in a while because I just haven't owned any games that were multiplayer for yes, that everybody yeah, was Exactly. Playing. That's why Magic is good. Mo- yeah. Not because it's a good game, but because it's multiplayer. <laughs> Which I don't know what that I, says I about it. But... It's like, I, I really do enjoy it. So, yeah, definitely my pick. And uh, go play it. Go play it with friends. Now, go. We're waiting That's for right. you. That's right. If you want go a game it. night for Magic, let us know. And make Anna we organize have, it. We have no. We have a game night for Magic. Shop troll organizes it. It's but we don't advertise it on the site. So Where do you find it on will. the message boards, Anna? Miscellaneous gaming. Miscellaneous gaming. We need a game night section, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that might be. Something as we that... as we start doing more and more, uh, yep. especially Torchlight too. Uh, let's see. I think yeah, when, when Torchlight gets with the co-op. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it, guys. We finished the show. Woo! Oh, yeah. Go it took us. Like five hours. Great. I know. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We'll hope to see you here next week. Again, leave feedback. Podcast at rpgamer.com. That's the email address set 608-729-4098. Board.rpgamer.com. Love to hear from you and talk to you again next week. Until then, everyone go pick between Dragon Quest Six and Tactics Ogre and have fun. I know I will be, and we'll see you all next week. Bye everybody. Bye now. Pre-order Dragon Age.